this is Dame is a Four Letter Word. I'm LP. And I'm Lindsay. And this is a special episode. I found a dame not quite worthy of an entire thing, but I just gotta raise my raging bitch flying dog beer to Lydia Litvak. And I'll raise my lone brow to Lydia Litvak. They call her the White Lily of Stalingrad. Uh, remember when I told you all about the Night Witches and how there was also a regiment of female fighter pilots? Mm-hmm. From them, a couple of them, Lydia Litviak, who is known as Lilia, and Katya Budanova, both transferred into a male regiment. So that's who I'm talking about. On September 13, 1942, three-time Iron Cross winner, Staff Sergeant Erwin Meyer was shot down in, Scal- in Stalingrad and taken into custody. The sources differ on whether he asked to meet the pilot who outdueled him, or whether the interrogating officer offered him the chance, perhaps jeering as he did so. At first, when Meyer was shown the pilot that beat him, he couldn't believe it. The pilot was slight, with well-maintained curly blonde hair, and, oh yes, she didn't look a day over 16. (laughs) Although she was really more like 20. The guy absolutely could not buy it, thought it was just a wily communist trick, and demanded proof, and she described to him in detail the dogfight that took down his plane (laughs) and he had to believe it this was one of the first planes that Lilia Litviak shot down mere days after she'd entered the record books as the first woman to shoot down an enemy aircraft when she was in Stalingrad she had to give one of the male pilots first her vodka ration then her chocolate ration to let her fly (laughs) on his way she started out the war in the all-female 588th but they transferred her to a male division with her fellow ace, Katya Budanova. There was issues with her commander, who apparently was just this horrible battle-axe, semi-incompetent woman. So the male pilots in her regiment seemed reluctant to fly with a woman. They cited both their unwillingness to lose a female squad member and their distrust of the women's skills. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When her regional commander, Baranov, was asked by one of his superiors about why he was unhappy about receiving these female pilots, Lilia supplied his answer for him. She said, He is young, a regimental commander, a bachelor. He is afraid. <laughs> but by the end of the year that Lydia flew combat, he was already, he was already calling her a natural-born fighter pilot. But he wasn't a big fan of her buzzing the airfield. <laughs> when she'd come back in, she'd break formation on the way back, fly over the field really fast at a like, really low altitude, then she'd do, like, a barrel roll and come in for a landing. <laughs> and then she'd walk up to her mechanic, Irina, and say, did Batya swear terribly? And the mechanic would say, yes, terribly. She'd <laughs> hang her head and just walk back in to be debriefed. <laughs> in her 11 months of flying combat, Litviak got a total of 12 kills, three of them shared, which has not been equaled by any other woman. Uh, not that the armed forces of the world are eager to give her any competition. The number is kind of disputed. You hear five shared kills in some spots, only five independent kills, and the rest shared in others. And this would give her fellow ace, Katya Budinova, top spot um, for women. But mm-hmm. I don't know. Most places give Lydia that honor. In February of 1943, Lilia was promoted to a free hunter. In other words, she and a partner were trusted to fly off with no orders except for to go Nazi hunting. Nice. A free hunter. Yeah. Interesting. And she, this was all with flowers painted on the fuselage of her Yak-1 fighter plane. (laughs) (laughs) She loved flowers. That's why her nickname was Lilia, from Lydia. She Mm -hmm. picked them wherever they were near the airfield. She had pictures of them in her bunk, and if she shared the planes with any male pilots, they'd hop into the cockpit and toss out the bouquets she kept in there and going, ugh, what what is this? Flowers? What? (laughs) Flowers? Did she, no. It sounds like, I don't know. She like leave them next to the Nazis' bodies. <laughs> like, you know, 
that is an exploitation film that I would love to see. <laughs> yeah. But there is no evidence of that. I have thought many times about all the great B-movies that could be made out of this story that haven't been, actually. Yeah. I don't like white lilies with red, red lipstick marks. <laughs> Not only did she like flowers, but she had her mechanic procure her peroxide as often as she could so she could keep her hair her preferred shade of peroxide blonde. <laughs> um, while still in training, she got reprimanded by the likes of Marina Raskova for herself. And Marina S- Raskova. Marina Raskova again? Yeah, she was the one who uh, was the really famous Soviet pilot who was the one who started all the women's regiments. Like, mm-hmm. while they were still training, like, the story goes that she was walking down the line inspecting her pilots, and she's like, hey, Lydia, what's what's up with your the color of your jacket? And she goes, really? You like it? I think it suits me. She goes, that that really looks like what's supposed to be lining your boots. And she goes, oh, yeah, I, I took it off and sewed it to the collar because it looked better there. She's like, uh-huh, what's going to line your boots? And she's like, uh-huh. She's like, yeah, <laughs> sewing it back in. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> It's adorable. I know, right? So yes, several pi- several of the male pilots in her regiment were smitten with her, but she reacted extremely reservedly to their rapturous glances, um, according to a friend of hers. And supposedly she didn't show any preferences, according to this guy, but the later letters to her mother don't bear this out. Mm. Oh. So one of her fellow pilots, Alexei Solomantin, was very partial to her. He gave her a small decorated blade that she kept in her belt. Oh. <laughs> Do have flowers on it? Uh, I don't know. It didn't say. I really hope so. And he had a snapshot of her in his cockpit of this plane. They were just friends as far as anyone can tell. Um, they did, however, have a fight after he dared to tell her that he worried about her safety, which mm. coming from one fighter pilot to another seems kind of silly. But he was shot down in May of 1943. And she wrote her mother a letter where she said of a dream that she'd had with him in it, where he was asking her to swim across a river to him, but she couldn't. She wrote, I confide, Momochka, that I valued this friendship only in the moment of his death. You see, he was a fellow not to my taste, but his persistence in love compelled me to love him, and now it seems I will never again meet such a person. Hmm. After this, reports say she grew markedly more reckless. To give you a sense of what more reckless means for a dame like Lilia, just (laughs) months earlier in March of that same year, she'd been wounded badly in the leg while shooting down a Messerschmitt. Six of his fellows went after her, and she played chicken with them. As a tactic, she flew straight at six Nazi fighter planes and dared them not to veer because when they veered they showed their belly and she shot one of them down before evading them and heading back to the base. Wow. She passed out shortly after landing. Mm -hmm. She had a cursory few weeks back in the hospital but was flying again in six weeks against doctor's orders. Mm -hmm. But on to more daring fighter pilot exploits. Uh, Later in the month after her friend's death there was an artillery spotter balloon that they'd been having problems with as it was covered well by anti-aircraft fire but the anti-aircraft fire was set up to to get attackers who were approaching from the front so lilia flew deep into enemy territory to attack the balloon from behind where it wasn't defended and she took it down on the first pass oh my god (laughs) she was wounded again in july of 1943 and she got another bomber and another fighter before she headed back to the base and was attacked and wounded again on her way back. Later that month, her fellow ace, Katya Budinova, was killed. Mm. Katya had re- previously written to her sister about her plane, 
My dear winged yak is a good little machine. Our fates are inseparably bound together. If the need arises, we'll both die like heroes. She made an emergency landing in a friendly village after being wounded in a fight with three Messerschmitts, the propeller of her plane grinding to a stop just after she did. When the villagers got to her plane, she was dead. Mm. Lilia was also shot down once that month, trying to help her commander Golishev when he was outnumbered. She had to bail out of her burning plane and wasn't able to save him. And she was back up in the air shortly afterwards. Hmm. On August... First, she had her final four flights. On her third flight, she shared a kill, and on her fourth, she was part of a large air battle with her and five other Red Army planes against 12 Nazi fighters and 30 bombers. Shit. Yeah. She was hit and disappeared in a cloud of smoke. Later, a pilot told her friend Yuri, while the young man, a music student, was entertaining veterans at a military hospital, that he'd seen Lilia set two more enemy fighters aflame before he lost sight of her. Mm-hmm. She was marked as missing. This had been one of her worst fears. Her father had been taken out in one of Stalin's purges, and her service was in part to try to restore her family's name. Oh. Yeah. It speaks quite deeply of the suspicion involved in the running of the Soviet government that medals in general honor were not awarded to those that were missing in action. Mm-hmm. The default assumption until a missing soldier was proven dead was that they had deserted, yeah. and Lilia was intensely aware of this. Her brother even had to change his last name because of the suspicion on him because of his father and because his sister had been missing in action. Hmm. Her former mechanic, Irina Pasportnovka, had worked for years after her friend's disappearance to find out what had happened to her and ensure her legacy. So in 1979, she turned up in the village of Dmitrievka, a report of a woman pilot crashing and being buried there on the same day that Lilia had disappeared. Since she was the only Soviet female pilot unaccounted for that day, she was a fish officially marked as KIA and posthumously given the Hero of the Soviet Union Award, um, and it was presented to her brother in 1990. However, at least one scholar thinks that her story didn't really end that night. Uh, Katerina... Of course. (laughs) Yeah, there's always a conspiracy. Um, (laughs) Formerly of the 588th, where Lydia had started out, writes of an incident where a former Soviet woman pilot was interviewed on TV in the 1980s that resembled Lydia, to the point where one of the night witches identified her, but her her maiden name wasn't given. Hmm. Cottom also mentions that a voice identified as Lydia was heard on German radio after the crash landing. Though the remains that were found in the village were attributed to her due to the timing, there was no exhumation. Mm -hmm. And, you know... Somewhat like this to be true. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, I I feel like I would agree. I would agree that if she was that frightened of going missing, yeah, why would she remain missing? You know. Yeah, like even if she had been taken to a prison camp and was sh- ashamed of that, it's still just like, at some point, <laughs> yeah. someone would or, have found out about it. Especially if she yeah. like wrote to her mother and her brother like a lot. Um, but it would still be really cool. I mean, have you seen Harry Brown or Gran Torino? <laughs> I'm just imagining that. Gran Torino. Oh. It's the, yeah, they're both the, you know, badass old awesome. guy has to clean up awesome. this town. I'm just picturing that awesome. with Betty White. How great would that be? <laughs> no. Dude. <laughs> Betty Why White. Why isn't there? In an M16. And <laughs> <laughs> a bad Russian accent as Lydia Litviak cleaning up. Her town. <laughs> town. Um, is there any place that you can see, like, the Night Witch's planes? Well, when I went to the, the Moscow Museum, there was, like, an exhibit on them. There wasn't planes. I mean, like, if you look up pictures of the plane that they flew, like, they have... They're really cute little planes. The yaks are, like, big, like, fighter jet-looking fuckers. But, like, the other planes are, like, cute. They do look like little crop dusters. Like, I can see why if you flew one, you'd call it your little sewing machine. 
<laughs> oh, I wish that they, that would be awesome if they had some sort of museum for it. I don't know. Maybe they've been sold. Oh yeah. I don't, I doubt that any of these, pla- like it's 70 years. I'm sure that none of these planes still like are in operation. I wouldn't think. I mean, yeah. but there were a lot of them. I mean, like, especially the night witches ones. Cause that was like a really popular brand of plane. Um, yeah. but yeah, no, she's probably died in 1943. So senior Lieutenant Lydia, Lidviak, I raise my, well, now my Lagunitas Rich Copper Ale to you. It's good to know that badass hotshot fighter pilots aren't fictional and aren't always male. Here's to Lydia. Thank you for listening to Dame is a Four-Letter Word. I'm Lindsay. And I'm LP. And, um, we'll, uh, see you later. And I managed to not mention Starbuck. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, you were thinking it. You were totally it's thinking true. it. It's true. Well, you did it. <laughs>